we're really seeing an emergence of the consumer gravitating to um, live stream shopping. It represents 17% of retail sales in China. Right now in the US, it's only two. Welcome to Honest Ecommerce, a podcast dedicated to cutting through the BS and finding actionable advice for online store owners. I'm your host, Chase Clymer, and I believe running a direct-to-consumer brand does not have to be complicated or a guessing game. On this podcast, we interview founders and experts who are putting in the work and creating real results. I also share my own insights from running our top Shopify consultancy, Electric Eye. We cut the fluff in favor of facts to help you grow your e-commerce business. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Honest E-Commerce. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. And today, we're welcoming the show Tiffany Joachim. She comes to us from Celeste Soul. Uh, they are an amazing jewelry fashion brand committed to bridging the gap between culture and fashion. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Chase, for having me. All right. So quickly, uh, just what are the actual types of products that you guys are selling over there? So people can kind of wrap their head around that as we get into it. Absolutely. It's all fashion jewelry. Um, it's all stainless steel base or 925 sterling silver base, 18 karat gold plated. So it's all um, under $100 and really sharp price points and um, hypoallergenic and water and wear resistant. We do some apparel um, that we're kind of dipping our toes into and uh, we'll see where that goes. But yeah, that's predominantly jewelry. Awesome. So take me back in time. When did you, you know, realize that you wanted to start selling jewelry? What's that journey like? Well, the journey started as uh, an assistant buyer uh, in 2008 with the financial crisis, which was a tough time to um, to start your career. But I was an assistant buyer at Neiman Marcus for three years, decided to sell everything and roll the dice on New York City. So I moved there with no job. Uh, I was able to get a couple job offers, thank God, within a couple weeks of moving. So I was with Macy's for a couple years um, as a financial analyst. And then and um, after that, I was with Ross Stores as a buyer. So I had a lot of experience within the retail category, um, within retail, you know, just in general, all women's categories. And um, within one of those places, I had a very interesting experience where I, um, I ran a $100 million denim business. And within that, I grew from scratch a $30 million um, subsect of that business that was catered just to the Latin consumer. So we're talking about bilingual packaging. We're talking about adding um, Colombian flags. And it was wildly successful. And I did that by myself. It was one of my coastal strengths because there was a buyer on the East Coast, there was a buyer on the West Coast, and I owned that business. So I was really seeing for the first time that um, this consumer was really, really uh, interested in having something that quite literally spoke to them. So fast forward to 2018, um, my my husband and I were pregnant. He needed to relocate to Miami. And so I uh, quit my big girl job with my, my office and assistant and decided to take my experience and launch my own brand. Why jewelry? Um, my family was in the jewelry business 65 years ago. My grandmother, Celeste, the namesake of the brand, um, ran it in San Juan, Puerto Rico. So we have a long history with that. And we really just wanted to use that story to make the business modern, take my experience with the Latin consumer as a first generation um, Dominican as well. I am that consumer. So it really all those pieces put together. I knew that there was a white space in the market. I knew how to develop product. So I just ran. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So I got I got a million questions. Uh, first, <laughs> 
So um, obviously reviving the family brand. Was it still around? Was it still like a brick and mortar? Or was this more of just reviving kind of that the, the soul and heart and soul of the business? It was the heart and soul. My my grandmother and grandfather had have been long passed away. And so it was a brick and mortar in old San Juan. And um, my uncle still dabbles in the jewelry business. So um, it was really just taking the, the roots and, and honoring the culture and the community and building upon that. Now, was the kind of inception of this business, was it always like, let's try direct consumer or was it like a more old school play with kind of not old school, I guess, but more of what you were used to with interacting more with traditional buyers? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, what was what were the first steps to going from I'm launching a jewelry brand to I have a jewelry brand? I feel there's a few things in the middle. (laughs) There was a couple. There was a couple, including having a baby. Um, You know, in 2018, that was like the height of D2C. So it was Glossier and it was Away and it was all these like crazy valuations of these D2C brands. So we initially launched as, let's take a crack at it, okay? As time went on and throughout, um, you know, COVID and all of, you know, the craziness the past three years have been, we have shifted focus into, um, you know, pivoting into not just D2C, which a lot of D2C brands have. I mean, Glossier just opened up a location here right in my neighborhood. Warby Parker's down my street too. So these D2C traditional brands are now brick and mortar as well. So, you know, with my experience in department stores, I wanted to kind of be in as many touch points as possible. I think that it's it's best to kind of um, the consumers wanting a more 360 degree experience. They want to be able to touch you in store, shop you on e-com, you know, see you on social media. So you got to kind of be omnipresent. Absolutely. I know that some of our listeners would be curious as to um you know what was the process like of kind of figuring out your first line and that first kind of go to market strategy how are you guys trying to get you know your first set of customers yeah we really focused on the the family story so the first collection i developed in new york we found suppliers the old fashioned way just like literally going to the jewelry district and pounding the pavement um and you know we really just wanted to emphasize the word soul. So soul, for non-Spanish speaking um, listener, soul means son. So we wanted to really drive that message home. So the whole first collection was a variation of different sun styles. And so we had our producer in New York, um, you know, do the the CADs and the, and the casting and all that. We got the the um, the product and, you know, it took about a year, year and a half. Also, again, I was having a baby in that that time period. So it probably would have gone faster had I just devoted, you know, a full time to that. But um, I did take a traditional maternity leave. And um, so yeah, so we we really focused on taking that product and introducing it on social media, we had hired um, some uh, PR, which were really just friends and family helping us out. I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs can, um, can relate to that we had cousins modeling the jewelry. I mean, it was it was very, you know, bootstrapped. So um, we really really just started on social media with the website and wanted to learn from and also from my experience what was the customer telling us what where did we need to go from here we we offered the product we were speaking to them um in in a tone that they may appreciate more than um our competitors like a Kendra Scott like an uncommon James where it is very um you know it's very you know middle america white 
women selling the jewelry. So, um, you know, we, we learned very quickly after that what, what she wanted. And so the um, assortment grew from there. Hey there, Merchant. Are you tired of trying to navigate the wild world of e-commerce on your own? Are you looking for a partner to help you achieve your goals? Look no further than the Shopify Plus agency, Electric Eye. Our team has a proven track record of helping our clients make millions with strategic design and development. Whether you're migrating from a legacy platform to Shopify, designing a new theme for your store, or just looking to optimize what you already have, Electric Eye is the perfect partner for you. Electric Eye are true Shopify experts. Not only is our Shopify knowledge unparalleled, but we have partnerships with all the best tech in the Shopify ecosystem. And don't worry, we're easy to get a hold of. Our clients rave about our fast communication. So here's the deal. If you're an e-commerce business doing over $1 million a year, you can receive a complimentary Shopify diagnostic from our team of experts. That's free, personalized strategic recommendations to improve your store and grow your business. To get started, head on over to electriceye.io slash connect to schedule an intro call with one of our experts. That's electriceye.io slash connect. Hey there, merchants. Are you struggling to get your Merchant Center ads approved but keep running into a price mismatching error? Wondering how your competitors are showing reviews, price, delivery, and product availability directly in search results? What if there was a way to get your ads approved for the first time and get more traffic without fighting for rankings? That's where JSONLD for SEO comes in. It's an app that helps you get more organic traffic to your Shopify store qualifying you for over a dozen search enhancements and provides all the structured data you need for Merchant Center. JSON LD for SEO automatically adds the structured data needed and it's updated regularly as the rules change by Google. It's a hands-off SEO app that you don't need to monkey around with to get working. It's the safest, easiest, and most effective way to stand out from your competitors in search results. Contact us to get your free structured data audit for your store. Find JSON LD for SEO in the Shopify App Store to get started. That's J-S-O-N-L-D for SEO or go to jsonld.app. JSONLD.app. Hey everybody, Chase here to talk about an amazing new product that's hitting the market. So what do brands like Warby Parker, Dr. Squatch, Vital Proteins, and Blinjet all have in common? They're all increasing their abandoned cart revenues by over 10x with Retention.com. Retention.com helps direct-to-consumer brands harness the power of identity to transform lost leads into sales and rapidly expand their abandoned revenues. Retention.com is giving honest e-commerce listeners 20% off their annual commitment. If you're not seeing the results that you want within 60 days, you can opt out at no charge. Head on over to retention.com slash honest. That's R-E-T-E-N-T-I-O-N.com slash H-O-N-E-S-T to book a demo today. Go back to the timeline a little. So you move to Miami and then you launch... What year did you move to Miami as you launched this in 2019? We moved in 2018. And then we moved uh, May 2018. I launched March 2019. Gotcha. So just under a year of product development with also having a child. <laughs> with a newborn. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Alrighty. So you're launching... You're you know, calling in as many favors as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, How did you really start to get those first you know, group of customers that weren't, you know, people that you physically knew kind of through the grapevine. Like that's always, I think a struggle of all of our listeners is like, Mm -hmm. is, is finding that kind of sales 
mm-hmm. strategy that works to really help get you off the ground. Right. And, you know, I always tell everyone, we're not reinventing the wheel with the jewelry. We have like nothing is earth shattering, which is hard to come by in fashion, right? Like there in terms of everything is just being recycled off one, one another, you know, inspiration is, is everywhere. So what we really wanted to focus on was community and niche markets. We wanted to super serve our niche. So we really focused with working exclusively with Latina creators. And um, that really was the, the, the magic ticket to, to finding our customers because we could have very easily gifted it to every, you know, Susie Q on the internet. And we probably would have grown faster to be very honest with you. But I have been so mindful and cognizant that I wanted the people that we worked with to not only represent the brand, but be able to speak to the consumers we want to speak to. Um, so that has been really something that has been offered a slow and steady growth, but it has, you know, taken more time because we have wanted to super serve this niche. Um, and I really took a lot of inspiration from Damon John and, uh, his FUBU, uh, collection. I, I've read his books. I'm a huge fan. I met him right before lockdown COVID. He was doing a book signing at books and books here in Miami. And, um, you know, he really disrupted the industry by the apparel wasn't groundbreaking. It wasn't necessarily, these were t-shirts, but the fact that it was for us, by us, FUBU, um, and he super served that niche customer was everything. Absolutely. And I, I love just your honesty of like, this is just jewelry, but the way I'm packaging it up and marketing it is the differentiator that is allowing us to make a winning business here. And I've had multiple guests on the podcast like just be like, you can find this same thing on the internet somewhere else. But it's the way that you approach the marketing. It's the way that you are talking about it to your ideal customer. And that's what changes the game. And it's always, you know, I think uh, an entrepreneurial fallacy that you have is like, you have to think of the next Facebook to make something successful. And it's like, no, you just got to take something and do it better than someone else, either a new angle or improve upon the product just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it can be, you know, it's not that simple, but it, you know, it's that simple. Right. And you know, the, the Latin consumer in the business of fashion had an article back in 2018 that really just blew my mind open. $1.7 trillion worth of spending power. And they do not feel that they have brands that can quite literally speak to them. So that coupled with, you know, the most recent U.S. census in 2020, the biggest driver in our, our uh, population was the Latin um, um, you know, Hispanic, um, you know, uh, population. So, you know, that coupled with my experience developing denim for Latinas, adding just the little Colombian flag, adding the darts in the back pocket that really enhanced the butt, um, you know, putting the bilingual packaging. I'm like, Oh, holy shit. Sorry. I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss. Um, (laughs) I'm like, this is, you know, I have the story. I have the product development experience. Like, bamo, let's go. Like, you know, this is, there's this white space. Let's fill it. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, I, I read your kind of uh, 
onboarding information, I was like, oh, this is a home run product. Like, I can't wait to listen to this story. Um, all right. So is there like, was there a moment to you as you're building this where you're like, oh, yeah, we're on to something here? Is there anything that stands out? For sure. For sure. I think really it is the authenticity of the community. I think that when people are sharing their Celeste Soul product on Instagram or Facebook or, you know, sending me pictures, um, and they're speaking in Spanish. They're they're talking about their first generation story. Um, you know, like myself, some of these stories are unlike myself. You know, I as first generation, I think it's very unique um, upbringing, and your parents have to hustle a little bit harder. They're a little more scrappy. Um, you know, I come from a long line of entrepreneurs because they didn't have the opportunity to you know get the formal educations and what they needed. My family fled a civil war in the Dominican Republic, like. That's shit's legit like that. I mean, you got to hustle. So, you know, it it's a really unique upbringing. And just hearing those stories, people truly, truly have a, a connection with the brand because they're like, wow, I see myself in that. Because growing up for me, I was always, you know, growing up in Texas, I was always the only like brown girl. And they'd always, you know, be like, oh, Tiffany's the token, you know, brown girl. And, you know, I didn't have a lot of things that looked or sounded like me that ate the same foods at holidays like I did. And this for me has been also like a self-discovery journey and really honoring things that I may have not honored when I was younger, been too scared to. Absolutely. Now, if kind of if a listener, this is like, a you know, they're interested in learning more about the brand. This is really speaking to them. Where should they go? What should they do? Absolutely. We would love to have you at celestesoul.com. That's our e-com site. Um, and then follow us at Soul Jewelry on Instagram. Those are where we're like the loudest and proudest. And um, if you want to check us out the website, you can use promo code Honest 25 for 25% off your first purchase. Oh, that's fantastic. I'll make sure we get all that stuff put in the show notes. Is there anything I forgot to ask you about today that you want to share with our audience? Oh my gosh. Well, you know, live streaming has been such oh. a huge part of our growth engine. I've spoken so much about um, D2C, but, you know, to, to circle back briefly about our earlier conversation was um, we're really seeing an emergence of the consumer gravitating to um, live stream shopping. It represents 17% of retail sales in China. Right now in the US, it's only two. So a lot of people are trying to get in the game, but we have found that the conversion rate is so phenomenal because that is where you really understand and connect the brand story. So that is where we're getting people messaging me in real time, in Spanish, in Spanglish. We're connecting in real time. I'm getting real time customer reviews. I mean, it's it's incredible. It's really incredible. So that has been a big focus of our growth as well. Absolutely. Is there a kind of like a, f- a favorite solution that you use for live streaming? All of our listeners are nerds and they like the tools. Um, you know, I think right now our um, we're we're really loving Shop Shops app. I think if anybody wants to check that out, it's really user-friendly and it's just got a great array of different hosts like myself. Um, but it's 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 great. You know, it's extremely interactive and it it combines the personalization of brick and mortar with the convenience of e-com. That's fantastic. Tiffany, thank you so much for coming on our show today. 
Thank you for having me. This was fun. We can't thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing their knowledge and journey with us. We've got a lot to think about and potentially add into our own businesses. You can find all the links in the show notes. You can subscribe to the newsletter at honestycommerce.co to get each episode delivered right into your inbox. If you're enjoying this content, consider leaving a review on iTunes. That really helps us out. Lastly, if you're a store owner looking for an amazing partner to help you get your Shopify store to the next level, reach out to Electric Eye at electriceye.io slash connect. Until next time.